Hey guys, you're on with Ashley Goring, and we have got my good friend Dee on again with us. Hey Dee. Hey. I, uh, I actually thought of a neat nickname for you, because I was thinking, I'm going to have Dion with me. So your name's Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I thought that was kind of cool, because I was thinking about, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to have, I was talking to him, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have Dion for this one, and he's like, who? And I'm like, oh yeah, Dion, yeah. <laughs> Well, that is one I've not had before, so hey, let's yeah. work that one. So anytime you're on now, I'm going to say my guest Dion <laughs> is here. <laughs> Perfect. It's kind of a play on words now. <laughs> but how's it been going with you? You have finally moved into your new house. Yay! Yeah. A homeowner now. Yeah, it's exciting and overwhelming, and and there's just so much happening still. I I haven't really adjusted to the whole idea that I am a homeowner. Although I have never been so excited to pay a bill in my life, let me tell you. Those first two mortgage payments, I was like, yeah, take my money. Yes, that is for me in the end. Yeah, so no, it's good. That's, a, that's awesome. That's, a, that's great to hear. I'm, I'm excited to finally become that soon one day, hopefully. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it, it is, is a, exciting. It's definitely a buyer's market out there. So any of my Calgary listeners, if you can get in, you should. Definitely. Definitely now's the time. Yeah. So our topic for today that we were talking about, it's a, it's a very serious topic um, that's going on around the world, and it's uh, our ocean pollution that's happening right now. And in my opinion, and I, I was someone that didn't realize to the extent, but I don't think people realize to the extent of what we're even talking about here or what's happening with them. Definitely. I think, you know, because of the way it's played in the media, we... Uh, it gets played on so much people kind of tune it out so yeah okay we know there's a problem but we don't necessarily pay attention to you know how extensive it is Mm -hmm. or you know are there ways that we are contributing and how can we help right yeah and I think I think a lot of uh because I know I think I think on some level so many of us have been guilty of this where you know it's a problem but if you don't think about it it's not there Totally, totally. Right. And our society makes it really easy to yes. be um, sort of ignorant to the problem, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so um, I, I actually didn't realize how big of a problem was until I started seeing more and more videos just being posted on social media. And I'm like, come on, like, th- like is this for real? Right you know, now you're, you're just li- swimming in an ocean of trash, literally. Literally, yeah. And I mean, they are, they, from a, a lot of things that I've read up on, they, they're saying by year 2050, there's going to be more plastic in our oceans than fish. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's already scary when you go into the ocean to think of what the hell's beneath you that could <laughs> right? eat you potentially. <laughs> right. But just to think that you're swimming in garbage is like even scarier when you really think about that. Right. It like, is pretty crazy. And I mean, you say 2050 and some people. 2050. Think, oh, yeah. 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 2050. Okay. And, and so you think if you're younger that seems very far off because your life, you, we view everything within our lifetime, right? Yes, so exactly. When you're younger, 2050 seems really far away. As you get older, it seems less so, but it's still not, you know, tomorrow. So there's time to do mm-hmm. things is what exactly. goes through people's heads. But, you know, then we never actually make the change and 2050 rolls well, around and we do actually have exactly. more plastic than fish. Exactly. And, and on some level, we don't 
to some extent, in my opinion, have time, right? Because no, the, le- the longer you keep letting this go and not yeah. addressing it, it's like, we're not, we don't want to wait till 2050 till this exactly. is so bad that, oh, yeah. now we should really do something. It's like, no, we should be doing something right now. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> that's, um, we have to start thinking of things in lifetimes, right? Like exactly. I'm 34, mm-hmm. um, at the end of this month and 2050 is only what, 32 years off. So it's right. less time than I've been alive before we hit that point and if we start to look at it that way it seems like it's a whole heck of a lot closer and it seems much more urgent to deal with then right well for me as a parent like you know my kids are like babies right now right and so for me I'm like I don't want my kids living in a world like that you know and I mean some people don't have kids so they don't really think about it in that sense either right Mm -hmm. but like I don't want my kids my grandchildren you know growing up in a world that's like literally on crisis because you know, our oceans are so polluted that, you know, there's lack of fish and everything, uh, due to this problem. And I, you know, there's a, I, I, I kept kind of questioning because I saw a few people talking about it on like Facebook and stuff like that. You know, why, why is this happening? Like, are people literally just dumping their garbage into the ocean? <sighs> and yeah. I mean, I think, I think on some level, uh, what I failed to understand at first was Canada actually has like a pretty, uh, good system compared to a lot of other countries and a lot of other countries don't do what we do, like with recycling sure. and all that kind of stuff. Right. Of course we can always be better, but like, I didn't realize, you know, Tim, like Tim was saying, he's like, oh yeah, certain places in the world, like they don't recycle. Oh, yeah. No, like everything just ends up in the landfill. Totally. Everything. I mean, just moving out to Drumheller is a, a huge change because they have no recycling, no compost program. It's just, really? just garbage. So they do have like the, the central community recy- big okay. recycling bins that you can collect all your own stuff and go and, and take it to. But having that extra step, that other less step. people are doing it, of right? Course. Whereas in the city, you pay for it. So you yeah. might as well utilize the service. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it's, yeah, that it's a whole nother step. Now I have to do a whole collection yeah. at my house and, and then, then take it yeah. and take it. And you know, a lot of people, we do live in a society that if it's not that convenient, you don't want to do it. Our society is inherently lazy. That is yep, the reason that true. plastic has become a problem for us in the first place. Yes, it is. Um, is because it's easier to go and get the plastic cup from yep. whatever store or restaurant yep. than it is to remember to bring your own cup with you. Oh, for sure. For sure. I know for me in the last like two years, I've become really good. Now my water bottle itself, I think is like a kind of hard plastic thing, yeah. but I use it every single day. That's I don't the throw difference. something out. one time right? use. Exactly. Right? So yeah. it's actually been, um, I, I, you know, I realized to the extent of like how much just when you buy a water bottle. Oh yeah. It's like, when you start to pay attention to the plastic usage in your daily life, you suddenly realize just how much there is. And then it starts to make sense. If that's your life and everybody is kind of similar in their usage, Mm -hmm. it's no wonder that there's so much being built up. It was, it's funny because, uh, when we first started, like when Kira first started getting a bunch of toys and stuff like that, Tim kept kind of getting after me. He's like, I don't want all this plastic. I don't want all these toys and everything. Like, they end up in the landfill. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he didn't want me, you know, buying, like, the, one of those big cars for him to sit in and everything. I ended up finding one, like, in the back alley. So oh. it got reused. And he said, like, if you find something on Kijiji used, he's like, I don't care. I don't want this brand new. But what the funny thing about this is we started, I started noticing in the past two to three weeks i've thrown out so many bath toys because they're moldy inside the mill doing everything and it's all these hard plastic things yep. and i'm like i'm not buying this shit again it's just gonna sit in the landfill and he's like you see totally 
So <laughs> even though going back one step there to what you had said before that about the car that you found in the alleyway, that's the big key there. Our society has become really focused on recycle. And I hate to break it to them all, but there's another couple of R's involved in this cycle of reduce, reuse, recycle. Recycle was the last yes. step. Yes, it was. And yet it mm -hmm. has become the most prominent thing. And so even here in Calgary, we ran into an issue this year um, where we had nowhere to send our, our recycling, our refuse, because China wasn't accepting it anymore. Did you even know we were shipping our garbage and recycling out to China? That's no, not, not really saving. That's not really saving a whole lot when you're thinking of like the, the shipping, the, the, exactly the right? diesel, right? Oh my god! So we're shipping it off to another country to deal with. We're not actually necessarily. And then what is China actually doing with it? Lord only knows. They're turning it into other products, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we are contributing to pollution of the oceans through other means beyond plastic mm -hmm. by yeah. shipping this across. Right. When realistically, we could all stand to reduce and reuse a heck of a lot more. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. Like the, a lot of toys and I will try and get from like I'll look on I'll look on Kijiji first. Yeah, secondhand, right? Like there's there's more than enough out there secondhand. Oh my god, for, there's there totally is. Yeah. It's funny because one of those like drivable, you know, like cars kind of thing. I found a broken one down for 10 bucks. My kids, like, it doesn't run or anything. My kids love it. They have literally sat in there for hours on end playing in this plastic. Yeah. And you know what? It would have just sat in the landfills. Now it's sitting in my backyard, which Tim kind of grunts at. Mainly because it's a Ford. <laughs> and not Can't a Chevy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it. he's like, why would you bring this home? And he's like, it's going to end up in the landfill. And everything. I'm like, it was 10 bucks. It's something that's $500, which is, don't even get me started on how much right. one of those stupid <laughs> things are, right? But I'm like, my kids have literally had so much fun on this thing I spent $10 on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it literally made their summer to yeah. like sit in there, pretend they're driving. And at the end of the day, <laughs> chances are you can pass it down to somebody else whose kids are going to do the exact same because let's be frank about it. Most kids are happy with a cardboard box. Oh, literally they are. <laughs> right? That's what I'm thinking of getting them for Christmas is a cardboard box. I mean, it would be better than plastic. Mm -hmm. They like it better. <laughs> they literally do like it They're better. They're going to get more use out of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite, um, you know, like just mentioning all these things, it's really crazy. It's interesting mm -hmm. to realize. You don't even realize. I did not realize because, you know, Tim just has known about this stuff more than I have. To the extent of how much plastic we are throwing out. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's great that Canada does have recycling in that. Totally. It is awesome that we have that ability. But it can't be our, our go-to. It just no, it has exactly. to stop being the go-to. Because exactly. 50 million plastic bottles being recycled doesn't change the fact that there's all this plastic out there. And how much of it's getting dumped off of the ships as they're being brought yes. across seas. How much of it's getting dumped out of the, the garbage trucks as they're driving down the road as it flies out the back of them. So on and so forth, right? The exactly. little bits that can't be recycled. Straws and things like that. Anything that's smaller than the palm of your hand, you can't recycle. No. Ex right. So, right. you know, and there's a fair amount of that throughout there is. your everyday living. There is. And the one of, and one of the things they have tried to ban is straws and that now, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. due to uh well I know I know it's been a huge issue with the animals in the sea. Definitely. With yeah. with what's happened there. Turtles and things getting yeah. stuck. Yeah. Stuck, which is oh, so heartbreaking to All of it is. All it's, of it is. All I of mean it, is. it used to when when I was a kid it used to be a big thing about the the rings around the six packs of of cans oh. of pop or beer, right? Yeah. And so you tear all of those and and it used to be like Everywhere I went, if I saw one on the street, I'd pick that, it up and tear I it. I still to this day it. do it. I still to this day, Tim's like, why yeah. are you picking that up? I'm like, 
I'm just going to rip it up and put it in the garbage kind of thing. And Because, well, I'd pick yeah. it up randomly. Like, we'd be go- walking down the street yeah. on a date kind of thing. And I'd pick it up. And I'm like, because I've seen animals. I've seen, like, a seagull stuck in one. Mm-hmm. Like, rabbits and that, you know. Totally. Like, yes, well, Calgary, we don't live right at the ocean anymore. No, but our right? ducks but and things are still being affected exactly. by geese and, and fish. Exactly. And so that actually, that that's a huge thing. It takes, like, what, two seconds? Grab your scissors before you throw it out. Cut it. Yeah. Put it in the... Right. Uh, recycling like come on guys it's, it's not hardly hard. an extra step it really it really is and I mean I know one thing I've been really kind of bad at is I I'm really terrible at remembering to bring my cloth uh bags <laughs> bags and they're always in my truck but then once I get to the till I'm like shit yep <laughs> and I just have to get in the habit for me personally right and that's everyone you just have to get everyone. in the habit yep and um it, now if I'm without the kids I usually don't have like, unless I remember, I don't have it. But a lot of times I've tried to keep them in the stroller. So that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I actually do have a couple here in the stroller, right? Yeah. And so that's something, that's a way to help. Um, Every little bit counts. Every really drop does. in the bucket is exactly that, a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Anyone who's ever had a leaky roof knows that those drops add up and your bucket overflows. So it's, every <laughs> drop in the bucket counts. <laughs> I do know that being in the industry I'm in, that is very true. We tell clients this. Exactly, right? So yeah, every drop counts. But so one thing um, that's very interesting that, you know, a lot of people, I didn't know this until I started actually doing some research into it. Because uh, there's certain parts in the oceans that, that have more buildup of uh, of the pollution. Yeah, the gyres. The gyres, exactly. Which I actually had to Google how to pronounce this word because <laughs> I thought it was gyres. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't think that's right. So I actually like had to Google this different. I'm like, how do you pronounce this word? And we have five major ones. And so for anyone out there that doesn't know what a uh, gyre is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But a gyrus, it basically in the ocean, it acts like a giant dish, uh, dishwater. So when you pull the plug out, it's yeah, kind of turning. Totally, it's where the the oceans, the different tides are meeting yeah. against each other, the different currents, and, and they're so turning. They create this like toilet of spinning. Yeah, right? exactly. Which is then breaking down the plastic <clears throat> into smaller pieces mm-hmm. just by the amount it's. You and because of the around. currents are just carrying it into that, it's always being added to. Exactly. Constantly. Well, and there's the one that's between uh, Hawaii and South California. The South, that's the South Pacific, I think, isn't it? Uh, Something bl- like that. Yeah, and it is... Bigger than Texas. It is, yes, it is bigger than Texas. Yeah. That's the, crazy. The, the, the pollution thing itself is yeah. bigger than Texas. Like, just think about that, okay? How big Texas is and think about how big the amount yeah. of pollution there is. Yeah, like, and that's, that's just one. That's just one of them. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely insane to me to even think of that. That's what's sitting in our oceans. Our whales and dolphins, all of them are dry around this. Is the fact that we've actually known about the South Pacific garbage gyre for decades. Oh, really? Decades. Really? Even when I was a kid, that was in existence. And even when I was a kid, it was as big as Texas. And we have done nothing about it. We have chosen to do nothing about it. Until, well, I can't say that we are completely doing anything about it at this point in time. It's more, it just keeps being talked about more and more. And hopefully with social media, we're getting more people that are, you Awareness know, is forward. key to everything, right? So yes. the more people become aware of it, the more people like yourself and mm-hmm. myself become more up in arms about it and talk about it. Yeah. And bring more and more awareness to it. Yeah. 
that's where we'll start to th see things getting done. And it's our children who are doing it. I mean, there's that young man who came up with, uh, I can't remember what his system is called, but it's basically like this machine with giant buoy arms that go yeah. out to the side that is meant to try and go in and clean up these gyres. But then again, the so the problem is, okay, we go clean up these gyres, but we need to actually have a... a, a whole... We're still contributing to Exactly. Them. So yeah. we need to figure out exactly what to do so that the... Uh, garbage doesn't keep ending up yeah. there, right? Because they get the garbage out. Where is it going to go again? We just keep putting it back. Right? So we have to figure out an actual solution to the whole issue of the oceans being polluted, totally. right? And when you... A lot of people don't really realize this. You know, the the fish and that... They they can't they can't tell what's garbage and what's no and what's yeah. food right so when they're eating this and we're eating this fish like totally you have to think about what you're eating too now well it's it's even beyond the fish when it comes down to it yes. because our oceans are integral to the life flora yeah. and fauna of all of our planet exactly so um you know it's the the storms that are created in the ocean that are then creating rain further inland and then mm -hmm. deer and moose and inland animals are now being influenced by the chemicals in right. the water that has been brought in through these storms so on and so forth and so we see it through the cycle of everything for sure oh for sure like the oceans are our future yep the health everything right they they completely without them are. our planet doesn't exist no our planet is mainly water mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> but no it's it's very true and uh a few I, I I found some top things that are polluting actually our ocean, and I was quite shocked with a few of them. And one of them, uh, actually really took me by shock, which is number one is apparently cigarettes. Oh yeah, no. which I could totally see because if you're on a boat, what are people doing? Just flicking them off, right? Which is terrible. Everywhere, which it, is it, terrible. To people, everywhere I go, I still see people flicking their butts out their windows, and it drives me insane. Because I mean, where we live. We have terrible forest fires oh, every year yes, throughout the exactly. western portion of Canada. Um, and yet, they're still flicking their butts. Those wind up in the rivers. Our rivers wind up in our ocean. Yeah. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it that doesn't surprise me in the least that it's the cigarette butts. It is one of the top. I guess it surprised me on some level because the amount of cigarette butts I clean out of Tim's pockets every time I do laundry, I'm like, is more people not doing this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, really, more people legitimately don't actually, like, just keep them. And, you know, like, that's always been a huge thing for us, like, with our employees. Like, you don't smoke on site and everything. It goes in the garbage. Like, you don't leave. You know, like, it's yeah. just, it's rude. Take and care it, of your planet. And it bugs me because when I, when we've had people come over and I see them throw cigarette butts in my backyard, I'm like, my dogs and kids play in the backyard. Like, my kids, and one yeah. of my kids is too young to know that they don't eat this. Yeah. Like, don't put this on my ground. We have ashtrays. Go and use them, you totally. know? And so it's crazy to, it was crazy to me to think, I'm like, wow, like I didn't realize to the extent that cigarettes have, you know, been polluting to this right? extent. But good on Tim for taking responsibility for his habit, right? Like exactly. that's, that's personal responsibility. That's personal integrity there. It is. In this is my butt and I should put that in my pocket until I can find somewhere to dispose of it properly. Now, I don't even at all, after reading all this, get like annoyed with pulling them out of his pocket. It's kind of like, I wish you would do it when you got home uh, from work, but I'm not gonna be, I, I'm not gonna be frustrated about yeah. it anymore. And I guess I won't be frustrated if you, because he's not allowed to smoke in my truck, but he does butt them out and then put them in my truck so he doesn't put them on the ground. So I guess I won't be mad about that anymore <laughs> either. <laughs> Right? Suddenly there's a little more understanding. There is. There is, you know, and I, I mean, 
I just didn't know. Yeah. And that's just it. That a lot of people don't know about this, totally. right? And so when you start to understand that, you're more now sympathetic to it. Yeah, totally. It's really. Um, and of course, like we were talking about already, plastic beverage bottles. Mm, huge. Yeah. It's second on the list. I was actually surprised it wasn't first, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you know, I am on some level too. I guess just because they're bigger, people yes. are more likely to pick, pick it up and see it. Plus you've got, um, you know... The homeless population, they don't get enough credit for what they do for our planet because they clean up mm-hmm. after the vast majority of they our do. population. They do. Um, while the rest of the population craps all over them. So uh, their bottle picking habits are saving our landfills, are saving our oceans on some level because they for are sure. picking those bottles up. So I think that that's probably contributing on some level to why it's not number one. For sure. I would have, I would have expected straws to be number two though. Well, it was interesting because I actually, when I was talking about this, I, I said, so does like, um, you know, taking bottles and everything not, is that not in other countries too, where you get money back in that? Tim's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, cause I'm like, you look at these pictures where you see garbage on the beaches. And I'm like, look how many bottles there are. Like, why aren't the bottle pickers down there and everything? And he's like, you know, it's just like a Canadian, like. Totally. What we do in Canada. And yeah. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And then that's when it really opened it up for me, like how much we do at, from in Canada yeah. compared to other countries. It's interesting because on that note, though, that's where we're starting to see in other countries, they're using them more in building and construction now. Oh, You're really? seeing homes being created out of bottles because you can use less concrete. So they use them like bricks, right? Oh. They interspace them with mortar and, and whatnot or mud. Um, it's actually how, uh, the Earthship, I'm sure you've heard me talk about Earthship homes, um, over the years because (laughs) I'm so diehard in love with them, but that's actually one of the things they use to create their walls is cans, glass, and plastic bottles. Wow. Um, because we don't need all of the, the building material that, you know, it's just there for a wall. It's to separate space. It's not holding anything up. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Um, Unless you're wanting a wall, you might need something different. And that's where they use the tires, right? So again, we're reusing tires as our our building bricks. Well, because tires really don't break down. No. And and when they do, um, you know, they can be really bad, but they take a very long time to break down. Yeah. So, you know, having them sit in the landfill, that's why we burn tires. Oh yeah, and, yeah, which exactly. is then contributing to pollution yeah. in other ways. But, yes, but um, but <laughs> that's yeah, a whole so, other topic. <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, so it's interesting that in other countries now, because people are poor and they can't afford building materials, they will take the time in some places to oh, build their homes out of bottles. That's great. That's crazy to hear. But I mean, it's great. And again, reusing. reuse, <laughs> reuse. Right, we're yeah. using that R. Right, yeah. reusing. Uh, a lot of now. I, one thing that, uh, a lot of people, I don't even think it's that they don't realize it's that they really don't care because it's not convenient. And I completely understand because I'm, I'm in the situation. I understand it is the diaper situation, right? Diapers do not break down for like seven to nine years, I believe. Which is pretty crazy. You know, and I did, I did cloth diapers. I did cloth diapers for my first child. My second one, because if you had done them with, with. I didn't because I, you know, was recovering from a C-section. Kira decided to go backwards oh. and not be pot and she, cause she was jealous. And 
changing two cloth diapers every hour because you kind of have to almost every yeah. hour to every hour and a half you know that's a lot of work it was a lot of work it was tiring and you know like for when once my mom wasn't here anymore right to help mm-hmm. me going up and downstairs from a c-section you know to do laundry every day totally. Tim was working like it was a lot of work for me it is cloth diapers are a lot of work it's what they did back in the day yeah. because these kind of diapers. To be fair, but, one person stayed home and, and the other person worked. Yes. So you had the time and you had... And everything mm-hmm. was on one floor. You and C-sections have, weren't really a, as much of a... Not as much. And if you did have one, you were in the hospital a lot longer. Yes. Exactly. Laundry was on the main floor in most houses. Yes. It was definitely set up differently and, and in some level easier, even though it was still a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I do. I feel bad because I have now... You know, my whole thing was I don't want to be putting so much in the landfill, and I have done it now. I so totally have. <laughs> this is something I feel really strongly about is that as a society, we are always way too hard on ourselves. We expect yep. way too much of ourselves. So it's little things. And I think when you had brought up wanting to do this podcast, I had mentioned to you that something I thought was really important to focus on with it was solutions because everybody exactly. hears every day about the problem. Yep. They're all aware that the ocean is polluted and that, you know, there's going to be more plastic than fish eventually. For, yeah. But what can they do about it? For sure. And, you know, okay, maybe you can't do the, the cloth diaper thing right now um, with the second child and everything that went on. But, you know, you could be reducing it in other ways, like your shampoo bottles. Okay. Shampoo bottles are a prime example of plastic that you're constantly having to rebuy and bring into your home. And then right. you yeah. don't typically recycle your your shampoo bottle because most people don't go through the hassle of washing them out right you can't recycle them unless they've been washed out right so you know it's all this extra step so the you know switch to shampoo bars they are often more natural often more effective they don't come with plastic and they last longer than your average bottle of uh, really shampoo how long so, how long do they last would you um say? well i've tried a, i'm trying my third brand now because i've been okay. trying just different ones to well, see different what hair. does what yeah. right and uh the first one i had um it had all of the same usual chemicals you find in your average shampoo bottle all the sls and everything like that it worked fine and it lasted ben and i together uh, i'd say over two months Wow, that's pretty good. Close to two months, right around that. Uh, the second one I bought was a much more natural bar, had none of the sulfates, none okay. of the uh, parabens and, and phthalates and things like that. Um, it did not last nearly as long, but it was also like half the price. Okay. Um, and so I think that one maybe lasted three weeks to a month. Okay. Um, but even still, not terrible. No, and then the one terrible. that I'm trying now, I just got in, so I don't know how long it's going to last, but mm-hmm. it is a much bigger bar and on par with the pricing of the second one that I had bought. So it's just basically like a soap bar, but you just yeah, it looks like a bar of soap, but it's it's shampoo. Okay, and so you just, you just make it lather in your hands, or you can rub it directly on your head, whatever you prefer. Get a head ben does um, <laughs> totally right. Ben does it in the in his hands, I believe, and then because he's got short hair. Yeah. Whereas I find for myself, I have to rub it through the ends right. more. Yeah. And yeah. then I can work that up into the scalp. So are we talking about also conditioner too? You can find conditioner ones. I've only found one place so far with conditioner bars. Okay. Um, I think the company I just ordered my these new bars from might also do conditioner. I forgot to look, um, but quite honestly, I haven't found a needed conditioner in using the shampoo bars. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because there's there are more natural oils and things in the in the bar. Okay. So uh, I definitely would say like 
when you're first transitioning to it, your hair feels kind of gross for a week or so. Like it's <laughs> all of the crap that's coming out of it that's been built right. up in the hair. So it gets a little waxy feeling. Okay. But it doesn't look dirty or anything. It just feels different as you're washing it. Right. And then once it exactly. dries, it feels like normal hair again. Um, but that only lasted maybe a week or two. And then your hair's clear of everything and... and yeah. Wow. Definitely. I've never actually heard of these, but again, it's not something that's really put out. I, I don't know. I've never seen this stuff on social media or anywhere advertising, mm-hmm. Hey, do this instead of this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, I know there's a, most people are aware of the big push with straws now, right? Yes. Moving to a glass paper or uh, metal straw. Yeah. Um, for some people though, and again, this is where we tend to be too hard on ourselves. I had someone in the office the other day who's talking about um, someone freaking out on them for using a plastic straw and how they must just hate the oceans because they used a plastic straw. Okay, that's pretty extreme. Well, it is totally <laughs> extreme, but there are those people out there who feel that strongly about it, and right. I completely understand and can relate on some level. But yeah. uh, for people who have disabilities that maybe they don't have the use of their hands, they need to use a straw. Oh, for sure, yeah. But a metal straw might get too hot, and they can't pull it away fast enough if they don't have their hands yes they can let it go with their mouth but yeah. if it's really hot on the lips things like that right that we yeah. don't necessarily take into account so you make the changes where you can well exactly and i know i have this one like starbucks cup and it's got like its own straw in yeah. it and you can take it out like i literally have been using this thing for five years i have two of them and i clean out the straws totally. every time like just as i clean the cup yeah. and so really this straw is not ending up in the landfill or anything it's staying with the yeah. i take it right out fully clean i put like you know one of the tiny little pipe thingies in there yeah. and clean yeah. it and it's just as good it's a straw exactly. it's not it does its job and it doesn't need to be thrown out or anything yeah. like that, right? So, no, I know there is a big push about the straw thing and that now. And I actually had a friend recently going, you know, everywhere I go, I just want a fucking straw. That's what I, I just want a straw. Like, yeah. how hard is this? You know, like, I love turtles. I don't want to hurt them kind of thing. And, you know, that's not, it's not really about that. No. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's saying, yeah, I don't think anyone's actually really thinking and, that and someone wants means, to hurt have a, a straw. Just make a more conscious choice of, you know, plastic versus... Yes. reusable not even plastic yeah, because reusable. i have a reusable plastic one it's yeah hard exactly plastic that came with that's what i have yeah it's it's reusable so something that's reusable go to town right exactly. and that's where we just have to start looking more at well ways we, we can make small changes our society i think is just too much like you said they want and everyone wants new yes now they don't want the whole stigma well i went and got this you know used it's like if it's in perfectly good shape what's wrong with that almost every single thing um Oh, except for I think our beds. No, even even uh, the girls' beds actually. Um, everything we got off like Kijiji. Our couches, our yeah. <laughs> tables, like everything has almost been not new. There Literally. is very little reason to ever have to buy anything new in this world. Um, very few things that you know I feel very strongly I must buy new. Yeah. Outside of like underwear. I, I, you know, yeah. toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, I can't think of anything that I feel I like I have to buy I new. definitely do not buy underwear from the thrift store. Right? That's the like, only thing I, yeah. Yeah. I'm someone who likes to wear thongs. I just can't imagine wearing someone else's <laughs> right? thong. I just can't. I exactly. Just can't. <laughs> so, you know, I get it in, in some instances. Um, toothbrushes. I'm not going to use somebody, you know, no, I'm not going to reuse a toothbrush, but to be fair, you can buy bamboo toothbrushes. So then you're not contributing to the plastic in the landfill when you do inevitably have to get rid of your toothbrush. Because you have to get rid of it. (laughs) To be fair, I use 
my toothbrush to an extreme. <laughs> like when it is done, it's literally the bristles are like almost flat. And Tim's <laughs> like, you need a new toothbrush. I'm like, it still works. He's like, they can't possibly work. Like, so I really get my use out of them. I don't just grab a new one every like three months at all, which I probably maybe should. <laughs> the way I use it. <laughs> I'm just really happy yeah. at brushing. Uh, <laughs> But D, D and I, Dion and I, <laughs> yeah. we actually are huge flea market people. Yes. Oh, God. We are big flea market. And now that you live in Drumheller, this is going to be very difficult for flea marketing. You know no. what, though? When you come, the antique stores. Forget the flea market, dude. The stores throughout oh, are just... Oh, don't even tell me this. Yeah, we're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Your truck's going to be fully loaded when you leave. It's going to be like, Thanks. <laughs> But again, that's, you know, like I don't, there's so many treasures, uh, from doing stuff like that that people don't even realize like the stuff like Mm -hmm. you and I have got like a, well, right behind you, there's the sword I got from the plane. Well, and this just comes back to (laughs) consumption, right? Like we talk a lot about all of the little bits of plastic that are getting into the ocean and contributing to ocean pollution, but, um, it's the t- it's the tankers and the ships that are bringing furniture and cars and everything that we use every single day right. from other countries across seas to and us. And then I guess shipping our garbage would also like some of it <laughs> totally. might fall off, right? Exactly, right? Um, so I mean, in shipping new furniture out, mm-hmm. you've contributed to ocean pollution when you potentially could have gone online on Kijiji or gone down to the flea market and picked up something that was used. In perfectly good condition. Oh, yeah. And saved yourself a bit of cash, saved the oceans a bit of pollution, um, and and helped keep some stuff out of the landfill. Oh, exactly. Exactly. No, I I completely (laughs) agree. I mean, I've said to, I remember someone, I can't remember who I was saying to in the past, and they... They, you know, had dogs and the dogs were always destroying. I'm like, dude, go on Kijiji and get a couch. Why would you get a new couch, man? Yeah. Like, your dogs are always on the couch and they're, you know, like, sometimes peeing on them and destroying them. Like, you know, it, why, would you, why would you get a new couch? Don't get a new couch. Go on Kijiji, man. That's yeah. like, it's... And now I, like, also look at, you know, with kids, it's like, dude, I don't want an expensive couch at all. Like, the amount they, like, are on it, spilling things on it and everything. Totally. I'm like, dude, oh, man, I don't want to spend much on, on furniture right now at all. <laughs> well, that's just it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's... It, there's just no need. So interesting on the, um, going back to, I guess the list that of the stuff that's really high volume mm-hmm. polluted into our, into the oceans. Um, number three was food wrappers, mm. food wrappers, which I was actually, that's not surprising. Look at all I the garbage not. on the streets every single day. I guess not. Washes food into our wrappers. sewers, washes out into the rivers, washes out into the oceans. Yeah. No, that's every time there's a hurricane. I mean, that was right. a huge thing with North Carolina with this last hurricane was all of the pig farms that were hit. Right. Um, that is, the the hog farms are a massive contributor to ocean pollution. Okay, um, yeah. Especially when there is a hurricane. But now a lot of, you know, a lot of farms, and especially here in Alberta, you've seen them, the farms that are just piled to every, every bit of the, the land is just piled high with, cars and garbage and just junk that has been collected over you know probably a lifetime yeah um but when that if you're in an area that gets hit with hurricanes that's being washed out into the ocean for sure for sure i well i mean look at the stuff that got washed out in the flood with bonus oh yeah a house itself ended up (laughs) in the actual flood totally (laughs) totally i mean it took us a long time to drag the river um through various areas to get 
trucks and houses and just people's yard stuff and yeah. toys and everything out of the out of the rivers. No, that's it's so. it's crazy. No, you don't even that's true. You don't even think about something like, you know, when our flood hit, all the stuff that ended up being you know, yeah. being dragged in because the river came up higher totally. and took all that stuff totally. in, right? I mean, the tsunami that's that just crazy. hit in in uh, Indonesia there with the earthquake last yeah. Friday, that's all been washed out into the oceans. Yeah, so I mean, now now it doesn't seem as crazy to me like why all this stuff because it li- no. literally i was like are people literally just taking garbage and dumping it right in it's not even so much that it's all these other factors that you don't it's realize. the drop in the bucket problem <laughs> yes exactly so man it just it opens up your eyes so much yeah. i mean i really hope that it's opening up other people's eyes just from listening to this you know totally yeah because it if you just stop for a moment and you know our society especially now with the big push on yoga everyone's talking about mindfulness right mindfulness this mindfulness that but it's interesting to me that at the end of the day most people aren't actually being mindful in their everyday lives no no exactly Um, mindfulness in case anybody is wondering means thinking about your actions and how that's going to ripple out and affect not just yourself and your life but the lives of those around you the lives of the beings animals birds uh trees all of it right yeah um and knowing that when you put your full coffee cup of or half full coffee cup of coffee into Mm -hmm. the garbage and the mcdonald's employee has to go out and change that garbage later that coffee is now all over his shoes right? right and how then that's going to ripple through his day and so on and so forth that's what mindfulness is so if you actually stop for a moment and think about you know how we all live in our daily yeah. life and it's yeah. it's not to say that there's a fault or anything but yeah. this is the way our society has been set up it's the way we've been dictated to live um and now we're start starting to look for better ways but this is the way it's been so if that's how you live then that's how the person next door is probably doing things and the person next door to that is probably yeah. doing things very similarly and all together we are contributing to this massive problem yeah yeah, no, for sure. And so there are there there are ways, you know, to yeah. contribute to it. And you know, and just little things like taking your uh, cloth uh, bags to bag. the store, right? Use or use a water bottle every day. That's the yeah. same one every day. Wash it every day. Like I honestly, I I think for me, like it just it saves money. Too. Totally, totally, you're saving money. And you know, even it's in water. that regard, <laughs> even if, if you do wind up buying a bo- a water bottle. Just reuse it for a couple of days. Oh, for sure. Don't reuse it for too long because we know they break down and yep. that winds up in your water and winds up in your body. But a couple of days yep. isn't going to kill anybody. Um, and, and like you said, don't be so hard on yourself. If you forgot totally. it and you're, you know what, you shouldn't be dehydrated, That's, go and then buy it. Exactly. Which is, I think, the whole point of what it was supposed to be. But now people look at it like... You know, oh, I on my way to work, I'm just going to go buy a water bottle. Totally. Right? Yeah. That, that's yeah. how they, they fit it into their life kind of thing. Yep. Basically now, right? Um, and that, I don't, I really don't think that was the purpose of them to begin with, no. right? Uh, so, <laughs> just it, little things like that. But surprisingly, straws and stirs were number five on the list. Plastic, really? plastic bottle caps were before them, too. That's very interesting because there's such a massive push about straws, there is. right? So why are we pushing on something that is only number five on this list instead of something like, you know, water bottles and food wrappers now, that's much higher up? Do you think possibly it's because, because for me, I saw a video of a turtle yeah. having a straw being pulled out of its nose, yeah. right? And I feel like that got around probably so much and that's probably why people 
are sure. freaking out about straws because that made such an impact that video which good on that person for saving that turtle mm-hmm. the way they did yep. and good on that person for documenting it because yep. we need the documentation without that documentation people are gonna go well that's not happening oh exactly that's exactly what they do right yep. it's it's just like the whole people don't want to uh believe what's happening in china with the dog meat markets right like they, totally they, yeah they, yep. i don't think about it it's not happening yeah and, you know, I, I mean, that's a whole nother topic to talk about one day kind of <laughs> totally. thing. But that's exactly what happens yeah. here. It's very easy to put your head in the sand. Yeah. Being ostrich, put your head in the sand. Amy, which I don't know which everyone does <laughs> they that. Actually, neither of them do it, but it's it's just a, oh. I don't know why it's a saying, but <laughs> it's, um, but uh, no, neither of them do it, but uh, but it is a saying, so you were better. I on. saw a cartoon <laughs> one do it, okay? I didn't see a real one do it, but I saw a cartoon one do it, and so that was what I was thinking hey. of. It's true. It and and it is it is a saying. You're good. Don't worry. Or maybe it was the roadrunner that did it. Maybe that's what I saw do it. Oh, it could have been. Could have been. But I have seen it, but as a cartoon. Not not in real life. Not in real life. Uh so number six was other plastic bags. Yeah. So uh, you know, like your bread coming totally. in. So this is like an that. area that I've I've made changes myself. It's actually one okay. that Ben used to use plastic bags for bananas. Which drove me insane because your bananas aren't going to roll away. You don't need a bag for them. Um, <laughs> right? Like, they, they just sit there. It's okay. Um, but he used to use a plastic bag. Mine do not just sit there, the okay? Mine gets stolen all the time. From, <laughs> your screw from legs. Maymay. Yes. Yep. All the time. <laughs> but, like, he would, put, he would put them in a bag and I, it would frustrate the heck out of me. Oh, they didn't the just time. come in a bag, you mean? Like, no, he no. Was actually no. Putting he them would in grab a bag. the produce bag and put his bananas in. And it was, oh, I, really? I would ask them, like, why are you doing that? They don't need a bag. They're not going to roll away. They're, they're you know, a self-contained attached item. Yeah. Um, oh, I've never you know, seen if someone I buy do that. two or three apples, I will just grab the two or three apples because trust me, the cashier does not mind just taking the two or three apples and putting them on the scale no. as opposed to the bag. Um, but either way, you can buy cloth bags for your produce, exactly. uh, gauze or cotton. Um, I don't really feel like bananas need a bag. Though, no, at all. they don't. They don't. <laughs> but you know, if if he wants to put it in a bag, at least now he has a cloth when he can put it. Okay, in, right? good. <laughs> um, but that's an area that you can again buy bags to use. Um, and when it comes to even like your bread, buying your bread at the bakery right. versus in the bag. Right. Um, well, that's just healthier. Totally. I, I would say well, get from a bakery. They have uh, so one of my favorite products as far as not utilizing plastic in the house mm-hmm. is Abigo wraps. And I've seen a few different brands, but Abigo is a Canadian one um, that I've used personally and I absolutely love. And they're these wax cloth wraps. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I have seen them. I okay. have seen them. Yeah. I so, know what you're talking about. I didn't know that's what they were called though. Yeah. They are the most amazing, brilliant um, product because the beeswax actually prolongs the life of your food. So you can wrap your, your bread in one of the giant Abigo wraps and it will keep it fresher for way longer. Um, your avocado, after you've cut an avocado, oh. we all know how quickly avocado browns yep. when you've cut it. Yep. Um, there have been, they've been experimenting with Abigo over the last couple of years just to see just how long things will last within right. it. People are pulling cut avocado out of their fridge after two, even three weeks and it's just starting to brown. Really? So, you know, not only is it prolonging the life of your food, which means you're not throwing away as much food, but now you're also not wrapping everything in plastic. Wow. 
That's um, that's crazy to hear of the avocado, right? Well, like even, that, like just just telling people that because we live in an avocado frenzy life right now. Oh yeah, you really do. Like there, I think there's literally an avocado like deli or restaurant like in the states or something. <laughs> yeah, like that is amazing to hear because. I mean, avocados are expensive for one. Totally. Two, you don't want to throw them out because of the cost of them, and yeah. they are really good. Like super good for you. That that alone can sell sell people on using that instead of saran wrap, right? Right. Um, there was a woman who had sent her daughter to school with cut uh, like sliced apple. Yeah. Again, sliced apple browns, yeah. and I know as a child I could not possibly eat a browned apple. It no. just Mm-mm. I couldn't Mm-mm. do it. No. Um. Usually you're putting lemon juice on it and that, right? right? Yeah. Um, and so she had sent her, her daughter to school with um, and a sliced her, apple wrapped And you're not sending your kid to school with a knife to cut it up No, either. exactly, right? They would so be So she had out. wrapped, she had put it all back together so it was shaped like an apple again, wrapped it in the abido, sent her kid off to school with it. Kid opens it up at lunch, no browning. Or she could open up like a Terry's chocolate orange. Totally, right? <laughs> exactly. As you Smash. unfold it, it just... Phew. But yeah, like absolutely no browning on it. So there's other options and they're just not made super available or, or people aren't super aware of them. They're yet. not. That's it. Um, Be aware. And the best part is, is that I don't even know what a, a thing of saran wrap costs anymore. I'm sure it's four or five bucks for a... a can, uh, for small, a, for a small wrap, container, right? yeah. If you went yeah. to Costco, you're looking at probably like five bucks for the giant. Okay, thing, right. So uh, the Abigo wraps, you generally I think get three in a package. Okay, they're, they have different sizes, and then they have one that has a variety. So you get like three wraps, mm-hmm. and they're all different sizes. But I think they're between. I think they're only like eighteen dollars for the package, and then three. it lasts you how long? And that I've had mine for four or more years. Five oh years. wow, like. So you wash them? Yeah, yeah. You just, okay. after you've used them, you, you rinse them and wash them in um, dish detergent if you need to. Okay. I usually just rinse mine um, in warmish water. Okay. You don't use hot because it's wax, so it'll melt the right. wax, right? Right, But cool to warm. And, uh, and you just wipe them off. Beeswax is natural antibacterial, yes, right? Exactly. So you're not worried so much about that. You just want to get whatever crumbs and and if it was something that had syrup or anything on it, you For sure. wipe that off. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, that's they're the easiest thing to take care of, and they're saving you money in the long term. Because I, I mean, thing is, saran wrap. Depending on how much you're using it, you yeah. might be going through one or two, one of those a week, maybe every two weeks. So that's potentially ten to twenty dollars a month that you're spending, yeah. mm-hmm. and that adds up over the course of a year. So ten to twenty dollars in a month. Well, now you've just paid for your your Abigo wraps, and they're gonna last you the next. I mean, many for years. me, honestly, what sells me, and on like I said, if they if they had more awareness out there for people, mm-hmm. the whole thing that's really selling me is the avocado thing, man. Right? Like I want I it mainly for that at I this know. point in time. It's amazing, not it? just for helping the environment. I'm like, dude, I need to like keep my avocado. Save my avocado. Sometimes <laughs> I can't eat a whole avocado. You know, sometimes you yeah. don't need a whole avocado. Like that right there is literally what's kind of selling me on it. Oh yeah, they're they are. <laughs> Probably one of the most amazing products. My sister-in-law gave us ours for Christmas a few years ago. It's a brilliant stocking stuffer. I'm pretty okay. sure everybody I know is getting them this year. Um, <laughs> because you're putting it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But uh, but yeah, like they they just, you can't go wrong. And once you become aware and you realize that these products yeah. are out there, now it's on you for making the choice to use plastic versus something else, right? For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think once you you personally start doing one thing, you start acknowledging the other things that you're totally. doing, right? It, it becomes just... easier and easier and easier. Yeah, so exactly. uh, another area that I made a, a massive change uh, was deodorant. 
comes in the plastic tube, right? Yeah. And when you're done, you toss the plastic tube and you go buy a new one. I actually need it right now. So again, <laughs> every every month, every two months, you're bringing in yeah. new plastic yes, into you your are. home and rebuying that plastic that it's nobody expensive. Totally. And do you do you recycle? Be honest. Do you recycle your deodorant container? I'm maybe some of the time. Yeah. Probably not every time. Because it's very difficult time. to clean out. Are you supposed um, to clean them out? Well, yeah. Oh. Because if they get mixed in with anything that's got paper on it and that was, to, you know, in a hot summer day, you throw it in the, the recycling bin. Right. There's still a little bit of whatever product left on the bar because uh, you can never quite get it yeah. all, right? Um, if that was to melt and leak out onto paper that was in that same recycling yeah. bin, now that paper is actually rendered useless and gets tossed into the garbage. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, I've been recycling really bad then. <laughs> totally, we all do. We all do because it's just these extra steps. So, I, you know, I hear people complain about recycling here and I laugh because there's places in China where 27 bins to divide up their garbage between. Um, so the fact that we, you know, just have to kind of bunch it all into paper, plastic, and, and yeah. you know, tin or something is pretty simple and toss it all in the oh, same bin, sure. right? Oh, for sure. Um, but, but that was a nice one that I've found was a really easy change. It was a more costly change initially. Okay. Uh, there's a product here made here locally in Calgary, uh, routine cream deodorant. It is the most awesome deodorant out there. Okay. They have so many different scents, but they're all natural. So it's a cream. Yeah, totally. Like so a you, hand cream. You yeah, just literally, you, you a half a jelly bean size on your finger and you just rub it in. Um, the cool thing about this from a massage therapy standpoint, yeah. is that you're also getting some lymph node massage in there, which is really important for your immune system and not something that any of us do. So that's part of the benefit of applying really? it by your fingers. Um, but the fact of the matter is it comes in a little glass jar about the size of a cold cream jar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that jar lasts Ben and I together about three months. So you guys use the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there, it's not just a men's one and women's. They do one. have some men's scents. They do have some female scents, but they have some that are very unisex. Okay. Um, and they last. Like Ben will put it on in the morning, go to work on the construction site all day long. Normally, having to re like when he was using Axe yeah. deodorant, he would have to reapply it at some point in the day. Um, never has to reapply it. So what about like so? How easy is it then to put on like if you've got you know guys hairy armpits? Like, totally, Ben. Ben does the same thing I do. He has no problem with it. It just you just rub it in the same as any. Okay. Um. So you know, and because it comes in the jar, you wash the jar in Calgary and in a few other places throughout Canada. I know there's some stores mm -hmm. that are doing this as well. Uh, the apothecary in Inglewood is a refillery. Um, okay. As well as their store. Okay. So you can take your jar clean and dry and go and have it refilled. So um, they'll refill it for you at a lesser cost. So the jar itself, uh, depending on the scent you get, will cost like $37 to $39 for the jar. So it okay. is a little more costly. But like I said, it's lasting potentially three to six months, depending on how much you're using and how often you're using it. Right. Between Ben and I, it lasts between three and four months typically mm -hmm. uh, for both of us using it together. So really the cost over those four months is not for that sure. great. And for then sure. you wash your jar, you take it back, they fill it for you at a lesser cost. Wow. 
That's good to, well, it's good to know that you're hearing of companies actually getting on board with this, right? And I mean, um, there's already been a big push with McDonald's and like Dunkin' Donuts and that they're, they are now phasing out if, if not, they've already done it. Yeah. Uh, styrofoam cups. Thank goodness. Right. I mean, I mean, literally the whole thing with styrofoam cups is that they don't break down when water hits them. Yeah. Right. And so that's great that they are actually taking That's a stance great i mean I, container but it's also i can't really think of who else problem. actually has them like like do you see a lot less styrofoam cups nowadays, i think the right? more styrofoam you see is in takeout containers yes the yes fold over yes you're takeout right containers those are always styrofoam and you're that's right. a problem so i've seen uh online there's been a bit of a movement now where people are actually taking their own bowl or their own plate into whatever restaurant they go to to get their daily lunch and having them fill that so if you go to a faux place mm-hmm. take your own bowl right they will fill it for you most often happily um and in some cases as this becomes more of a trend then again we're starting to see that restaurants are discounting based on right. you brought your own bowl i don't have to pay out the two dollars for your styrofoam container yes, exactly. so now i can drop your your price of food by a couple of bucks right right um i don't know of anywhere in the city that's doing this just yet but it just takes one person showing up with their own bowl yeah to kind of start to spur those types of movements oh for sure for sure it re- yeah right. no that's uh i've never actually thought would i bring my own bowl right <laughs> none of us do because it's again convenience that that is it you know? it's totally it's totally convenient in india really they have a whole whole occupation that is formed on people delivering home-cooked meals so your wife your grandmother your whoever that is at home makes the meal the the um oh, i can't think of what they're called now all Sounds of a sudden it's just escaped me but nonetheless uh dude comes picks it up at the door takes it to work to to the person whose food it is delivers it picks it up when they're done and brings it back home for them and that sounds amazing right sounds Devil expensive walls. that's what they are so <laughs> <laughs> that does sound, come to me eventually that does sound amazing but so there's you know we just have to make other options yeah exactly so going back to our top 10 items number seven we've got glass beverage bottles hmm Mm-hmm. That bothers me because glass is like so easily recyclable. Yes. Again, you know. But it is out there. See, yeah. it surprises you, but it's not totally surprising, right? Because yeah. other countries, right? Totally. Don't, totally. Don't do See, that again, same, if you're right? using this for building building material, less of this is going to go exactly. into the trash. Exactly. So um, the plastic grocery bags was mm. number eight. Metal bottle caps. Oh, yeah. Number nine. And then the last one is plastic lids. Yeah, I could see all right? that. Right? So your sour cream container, all that kind of stuff. Now, uh, I must admit that, that that would be really hard for me to change the sour cream. <laughs> like, not buy sour cream. And, let, you know, like, if I could go somewhere and I'll bring a... The problem is I, I'd probably bring a really big container. <laughs> which I don't want to do is the problem, right? So, like, I don't know how I'm going to get away from the... The plastic uh, and this is container the thing, for sour right? cream. We have to be reasonable <laughs> in understanding that there is always going to be plastic in our life. There and is. that is okay. Is. Yes. But we have to be more responsible about making sure that we are reusing and reducing where we can and that we are recycling the items that yes. are possible to recycle. For sure. And I, I think uh, for me as a parent, uh, kind of talking, you know, to other parents here, you know, uh, if, you know, if parents are listening mm-hmm. in that, 
be really aware of what you're kind of buying your kids toys wise like try and buy secondhand try totally. you know i like i'm i'm against now buying ba- um certain bath toys now because i've thrown too many out because i buy them and they get moldy because you can't yeah. get all the liquid out you can't get it all out i literally have tried yeah. and it starts getting mildew it starts getting moldy then it's in your kid's bath which is not good for and them eventually drinking that water exactly <laughs> oh they are my kids literally sit there wanting to drink scooping their bath water. in their toy maybe that's perhaps. that's that's what they do literally yeah. my kids do that and uh we're, stop drinking the bath water literally that's like the thing we are constantly saying in the bath <laughs> and you know and now i'm like i feel like i've wasted my money too mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i literally keep throwing out these toys but now it's a waste into our yes. environment so you know that's something i say to people all the time as someone who's self-employed and you and tim yep. feel very yep. probably very similar on this front I work very, very hard for my money. Uh, yeah, we do. And yeah. I expect that my money is going to work as hard for me in the products that I am buying. Yes. So it has made me more conscientious of the things that I'm buying because I look at it as hours worked as opposed to money spent. Yes, exactly. Right? So if I'm purchasing, you know, some sort of crap plastic, whatever, when I could be buying a better quality metal, wood, or, or fabric version. Yes. Um, you know... Is that worth the hour-long massage that I've had to do to get there? For sure. Or, you know, should I just do an extra hour-long, you know, two hours of massage to get the better product uh, that is potentially going to last me years and years longer? For sure. For sure. No, I completely agree. Um, You know, I I do usually buy new shoes. Oh, I, actually, sure. I actually have bought some really nice... Shoes are something I don't believe in buying secondhand because at the end of the day, everybody's feet are different and your feet are the foundation of your body. So just like the foundation of your home, if yeah. it is compromised, then the, the rest of the structure will be compromised and that is the same for your feet. Yeah. So I don't believe in necessarily buying your shoes secondhand, but being conscientious of the fact that you are buying shoes that are made probably solely out of plastic Yeah. when you could be buying something that's made out of leather and going to last you longer. Yeah. Might cost you a little bit more initially. No, but you but might you might have issues there over. with talking about that too. Leather, right? Totally. Well, it's, and there's, again, there's some people that will not but buy leather. We have leather. vegan leathers now. Oh, do we now? Yep, we have vegan uh, vegan leathers. And, oh wow! And they are fantastic products. Some of them are made from pineapple. Some of them. Are oh wow! Made from all sorts of things. So we have that option, and those are again going to be a longer lasting, mm-hmm. better product. So yes, you may have had to spend a little more initially upfront, but you're not having to repeatedly spend that yeah. cost. So I'm I'm kind of a cheapskate on some level. I'm very frugal. I don't want to go spending money left and right. So to yeah. me, it made sense to buy the Abigo wraps yeah. versus constantly spending five dollars on ceramic. For sure, for sure. Right? And, and one of the reasons the I actually thing. brought up shoes, you know, it sounds like we're just kind of almost talking about our lives, but. Because I, for me personally, I kind of want people to understand what is really good about the reuse. Because I go to the thrift store that's down the street from me. I kid you not, I found like $200 pair of stiletto boots, which you just know, you know yep. me. Like that yep. is like a gold mine. It was like, it was Gwen <laughs> Stefani's brand. Ooh. Brand new. Someone didn't like them. Ashley's they got rid of them. They literally did. I like, it took everything out of me not to tell these people, do you know how much these are worth? Yeah, see, this is something and that drives me crazy. Though. Leather boots, like mm-hmm. I spent twenty dollars on them. Nice, twenty dollars. Like people, if you want nice things, they are out there, even secondhand. Oh yeah, but here's the thing: I was at the secondhand store with my my mother-in-law this weekend, and uh, she was horrified by the prices at our thrift stores here. Horrified. Oh. Um, because like the thrift stores where she's from, mm-hmm. 
when they see Lululemon on a product, they don't just jack the price because they know that that is worth more. Yeah. They price it the same as they price every other yoga pant. Yes. Two bucks, three bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. It does not matter. So again, we're seeing even within our thrift stores that there's a little bit of this like, you know, play off. I've seen that with Value Village and that oh, drives me. I totally. remember when I, when I was a teenager and then we used to go to Value Village, you know, like me and my friends, we would go there and look around and it was way cheaper than it is now. And I remember seeing something yeah. online of someone actually found like it was a really expensive coat, but literally Value Village had put it at a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Someone gave that to Value Village for free. <laughs> exactly. And they decided to mark it up to $100. Totally. So it's hard for people then Who to say... Who is going to Value Village to spend $100? Exactly. So it's hard for people for to one then say, thing. hey, I'm going to go buy at the thrift store when I could probably buy the same thing for just a couple dollars more brand new. Yeah. And that then feeds into the consumerism for that sure. is feeding into the pollution of our oceans. Exactly. No, I understand it. I understand it. That that is that is that's that's totally that's yeah. totally wrong for thrift stores to be doing yeah, stuff like that. I tell you, thrift stores out in drum, no, I'm not spending that kind of money. Oh, are they expensive? Out they're there? they're cheap out there in comparison to the city. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. I yeah. I it was it's crazy. Wow. And even from thrift store to thrift store, I found the exact same um I was looking for just something to hold uh, utensils in the kitchen. And I found the exact same mm -hmm. container at two completely different unrelated yeah. thrift stores. Yeah. And there was more than, I think there was $10 difference between them. Wow. Yeah. $10 difference. Which it is nothing in my everyday life, but is huge when you're looking at thrift stores and when you are thinking that people who are shopping at secondhand stores are shopping there for a reason. Well, and it's not like you can go in and haggle no. either because none of these stores do that, yeah. right? They won't haggle, you no. know? It'd be one thing if you can go and be like, you know, like... I'll give, like, yeah, I'll give you like five bucks for that, okay? Really, that's what it's That's worth, why the flea yeah. market's great, right? And that's exactly. part of why we go to the flea market. It is, because I love it. I'll give you ten bucks for that. No more than that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, if you if you want that amount of money, then I'd like this too. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I love so it. it's, yeah. And there's just the community of it all too. But, for sure. But nonetheless, yeah. there's for sure there's ways to get about that. But it, it's hard when thrift stores are charging exorbitant amounts. I get it. Yeah, I get it. And then you want new and no, mm -hmm. I totally, I totally understand that. And I mean, I hope, I hope this episode really opened eyes for people that are listening. Cause you know, just some of the stuff you've told me like has opened my eyes too. And when I was actually doing research on this topic, I was like just being blown away. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really hope that people can take something away from this podcast and, you know, make, make us, make a small change. Just a small one. Just a small just one. Just one less plastic item in your daily life. Yeah. Right? And, exactly. And that ripples out in a huge way. Um, you know, whether it's Abigo wraps, reusable bottles. Um, they used to make them all the time. Little covers for your bowls. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see them a lot less now, but those are brilliant and wonderful. Yeah. Um, and you can get them wax coated as well now. Um, so acting similar to the Beagle wrap, but without having to go through the hassle of trying to wrap yeah, it around. Exactly. Um, you know, there's lots of options, lots of options. Reusable snack bags are one of my yeah. favorites. Uh, another Canadian brand Calibri, um, that, that is doing awesome stuff by providing these, yeah. um, these types of things. Boomerang bags here in the city is, is one that's great. They're like a take a penny, leave a penny sort of deal. And, but it's for bags, reusable bags. So when you forget your bag. Yeah. In the car, <laughs> you just take one of the boomerang bags. Oh, and then awesome. when you come to the store again, hopefully you remember your boomerang bag to return it or to again reuse it. 
Okay. Well, right. see, everyone like Dee's and Dee's really up on uh, on on with all the stuff. She knows the Canadian companies too. So if you're looking for local, local, you know, Canadian <laughs> companies to support and everything, uh, contact me through my Instagram. It's called You're On with Ashley Goring. You can find me on there. Uh, follow me. I would very much appreciate it. And if you have questions uh, for Dee of where these locations are, contact me on there, and I will let you know. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Dee, for doing this one with me. And again, I hope uh, I hope this, you know, helps some people open their eyes. I hope so. I hope and so. Uh, we'll we'll have Dion again soon. <laughs> I promise you that. Now that now that I gave her this nickname, I know she will be. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Again, follow me on my Instagram at you're on with Ashley Goring. See ya.